News every 15 minutes, weather every 10, and sports twice an hour. News Talk KGVO, AM 1290 and 98.3 FM. You're listening to Montana Morning with Peter Christian. Be on the lookout. It's getting moderate out there. Good morning, everyone. It's Montana Morning. It is Wednesday, June 29th. Right now, the sky's clear. It's a beautiful morning. Uh, 59 degrees in Missoula. Our news, sponsored by Grizzly Hardwood. If you're tired of looking at that dated, damaged flooring in your home, let Grizzly Hardwood transform the feel of your home. One of our top stories this morning, the Missoula County Fire Protection Association has officially raised the fire danger level in western Montana from low to moderate. KGVO reached out to Kristen Mortensen, Community Preparedness and Fire Prevention Specialist with the Montana Department of Natural Resources and Conservation, the DNRC, and the Public Information Officer with the Missoula Fire Protection Association for details. I am part of an organization called the Missoula County Fire Protection Association, and we work locally here in Missoula County to make sure that um, all of our agencies are, are working together and, and all the fire protection agencies are also members of this organization and it helps us to work together. Morton Zunda said looks can be deceiving when it comes to fire danger in western Montana. Well, even though there is a sea of green out there and it, and it seems like we're, we're very uh, wet and moist still, um, there has been a lot of drying out going on. Um, there is not a lot of precipitation in the forecast. And so this hotter, drier weather is creating drier fuels that are becoming more susceptible to ignition and um, fire spreading. Mortensen said there are specific triggers that will change the fire danger level. So when we hit certain triggers, for um, say fuel moisture, then that lets us know that fire danger has gone from moderate to high because fire danger really is an indicator of the potential for a fire in a certain area to ignite, spread, and then require suppressive action. Mortensen said every visitor to parks, trails, and campgrounds in western Montana can make a difference and help prevent human-caused fires. If each of us could do our part to just prevent any wildfire start, then that makes our job a lot easier. Um, make sure that you know the fire restrictions that could be in place wherever you're going to play visit www.mtfireinfo.org and it will tell you the fire restrictions that are in place throughout Montana. And you can click the link on our website for fire danger levels. Montana's lone congressman, at least until January of next year, Matt Rosendale, called into the KGBO Newsmakers line yesterday to talk about issues in Montana and Washington, D.C., Rosendale commented on the aftermath of the U.S. Supreme Court ruling last Friday to overturn Roe v. Wade and what the possible consequences will be in the states. What you're going to see now are states that severely restrict abortion, states that try to strike down abortions in, in their respective states, and that legislation will move through the process and either be signed or vetoed by their respective governors. But you're also going to see states that we do right now that go to the other end of the spectrum and they will allow abortion up until the moment and quite frankly the moments after 
a, a birth. Rosen, uh, Rosendale vehemently disagreed with protesters that claimed the decision means the end of democracy. It is a fallacy. As a matter of fact, what this does is reinforces our constitutional republic and federalism. Um, it says that the court, uh, they, they were heading down the path of ending democracy by making a decision, again, on something that was not uh, a law that was being contested. It was a procedure. And so they have said, no, the court does not legislate. You've got the legislative body, you've got the executive, and you've got the uh, judicial. And, and each of these branches need to stay in their lane. Rosendale took the Biden administration to task for its failed energy policies. This administration shut down the Keystone XL pipeline. They stopped the leasing for about 20 months on our public lands so that the oil and gas leases cannot be uh, obtained. They stopped permitting uh, the drilling for new wells. Our production is, has decreased by, our domestic production has decreased by about 2 million barrels a day. And Rosendale looked ahead of the rest of the summer leading up to the midterm election in November. I think that you're going to see them try and pass additional um, abortion legislation. I think that you're going to see them try and pass additional spending, like the inflation isn't out of control enough yet. I think they'll still try and pass some additional spending. And I think that they're probably going to go back in and make another run at the federalization of, of the elections so that they can try and control the uh, outcomes of our elections because it's the only way that they're going to be able to try and retain any kind of power. Rosendale is running for re-election. Western District Democratic Congressional candidate Monica Trinnell appeared on Talkback yesterday, and took, or this week rather, and took questions from the audience on a variety of topics, including the U.S. Supreme Court's reversal of Roe v. Wade. Trinnell said there are a number of topics associated with the issue of abortion, including the lack of public funding for contraception. If we wanted to reduce unwanted pregnancies and reduce abortions, we know how to do that. You know, anybody know, anybody in your studio know how much it costs to go on a pill to be on birth control? Well, it's 50 bucks a month, and that's a lot if you're paying for it out of pocket. And if you have insurance, that's great. You can get it covered, but you have to get a prescription. You have to go see a doctor. Fernell responded to a study of how much it costs to the U.S. to raise a child to the age of 18 and asked how the government is responding to the high cost of child care. This is really about putting a squeeze on working families and making it harder for working families to support the kids they have. And, you know, I, I think we need to talk about it in those terms and look at what's been happening for supporting working families and making it possible for folks to avoid getting pregnant. Because last thing I, last I know, Peter, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but take the man to be there too, right? Trinnell got on the stump and explained why she's running for the seat against Ryan Zinke in the November general election. Now, I'm running for this seat because the Montana that I grew up in and that I love and that I know and I believe with all my heart still exists is one where we talk to each other, we trust each other, we believe in each other, we help each other, and that's the Montana, the communities that, that I, I want for my kids, and so that's why I'm running. She also referenced her Republican opponent, Ryan Zinke's ties to California and his previous terms in Congress. This is my home. It's my only home. I don't have another one. I don't have a first home in Santa Barbara where I conveniently call it my first home because, you know, that's the cheaper place to pay taxes. I am so sick of Ryan Zinke cheating us, quitting on us, cheating everything he can to get himself rich. That is not the Montana way. That's not the Montana I grew up in and loved. 
According to Wikipedia, Trinnell identified as a Republican when she ran for the Public Service Commission in 2005 and then ran as a Democrat for the same office in 2020. She was defeated in both elections. Trinnell said she's looking forward to upcoming debates against Ziggy as the campaigns continue. Our news talk time now, 613. Breezy wind and cooler temperatures are on tap for your Wednesday. Winds will gust up to 25 miles per hour. Daytime highs will be in the mid-70s. As we head into your Thursday and Friday, temperatures start to return to the upper 70s and even the mid-80s on Friday. We'll see your highs this weekend right around the 90-degree mark Saturday and Sunday. A couple isolated showers and thunderstorms will be possible for the 4th of July. A meteorologist, Brooke Foster, for Missoula's KECA 13, your severe weather alert station. And right now, outside my patented exclusive weather window, a little bit of breeze, but a lovely morning. Uh, mostly clear, 59 degrees in Missoula. This portion of Montana Morning brought to you by Paradise Falls. So uh, tonight, if you're you know, going to uh, maybe a concert, maybe going go to a paddlehead or a softball game, don't forget Paradise Falls serves their delicious dinner menu all the way until 11 every night. And they're open for breakfast here in about 45 minutes. On the way, we've got Rocky Erickson.